Hey folks, what are the Redneck Country Podcast? You are on with Real Redneck Tom Millard, and of course we got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? Good evening, everybody. I am here. What a beautiful night for a podcast. Beautiful night for a podcast. We also have the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, Real Redneck Tom Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? That is hot. I'm hot. I'm ready to go. Yep, I had a quick supper, walked over again. Beautiful night for a walk and a podcast. <laughs> Holy jeez. They upped his meds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they allowed him to eat first before the podcast, too, which is it's a new twist for, for you, my Oh, yeah, I'm not going to get chirped. I'm getting excited. It's getting close to Christmas. I'm there, man. I'm Christmas spirit. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, good grief. And... Back by popular demand, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because you're now you've been on a, a, a goose hunt with us. You come down a couple goose hunts with us, hung out with us. Uh, this is like your your second time. We can't help that you're related, but I am gonna make the 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 executive call that we have real redneck. Jay Tom is on the phone with us. If you will be so kind as to let us call you such, Jay, are you there? I'm here, and I uh, I appreciate the title. That's for sure. I know that uh, I can't help who I'm related to either. But hey, I appreciate the moniker, and, uh, it, uh, which is which is awesome because the way we there's there's always a transition period of overlap, right? Talk so, about transition, yeah. Jay. I'll trade you who we're related to. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll pass on that one. <laughs> Smart move. Smart move. Nice. <laughs> I got all you guys on one in. And a promotion, yeah, a promotion. <laughs> I got I got all you guys on one input. I can make this an awesome podcast with one little dial spin. <laughs> yeah, I can I can tell that that's where you're, you're headed. Hey, and you know what else is new? You know what else is new for tonight? I finally got allowed in the house. <laughs> you're, you're allowed in the a, house. You're not in the sunroom, yep. man. Cave-ish. No, no oh. it's minus uh, ten out in the sunroom, and my wife said, you know. Maybe you should sit inside. They don't like you sitting out in the cold for an hour and a half. And I thought, well, that's kind of nice of you to allow me back in the house. She, she doesn't want to take care of a sick husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if I get sick, whether I'm sick or not, it's 14 days and she's got to take care of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would hey rather... now, you might be on to something there. <laughs> Could be. Could be. And she made my tea for me tonight, too. Just, just <laughs> to let you know. <laughs> Good grief. Mine says, when are you going out in the cold? She says, you're going to walk over? Go a little sooner. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Millard love. I, I yeah, got you it. got it. <laughs> if we only chirp those we love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Speaking of that, I, I also saw that we are all... There, seventy-five percent of us on this call are, are doing something that's pretty good. And uh, Todd, I see you're struggling a little bit uh, to to get things done, but uh, the the push-up challenge is happening. It's in full swing. And what do you I mean I'm struggling? A, I up to fifty oh, saw, a day. Fifty-five. Oh, come on. oh, come on! I saw no evidence of that other than typing. Oh, and, and then the we're words are wind, to... as far as I'm concerned. The only one that's actually doing it every day online is my brother which is the most surprising of it all. Well, and <laughs> I, well, I didn't say that, Jay. And see, and I was going to post it, but my problem is too many people get so jealous of my physique and my style and, and, and how it, that it just brings unwanted comments. So I thought, oh, you yeah. know what, if I just do it on the side quietly and, and, and show my support every now and then, but I, 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 I am getting some naysayers. So I might have to put it up there and start doing a hundred a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just because you put it on a loop doesn't mean that it counts as 100. Welcome to the it. podcast, Jay. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Awesome, hey, Jay. You know, awesome. Future Keep it up. The other thing that you shouldn't do is have your clock in the background because when it goes forward and backwards, forward and backwards, that, that, that is a dead giveaway. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys <laughs> duly noted. <laughs> oh, come Christmas when I'm more looking like the Hulk, y'all are be checking the the progress going back, going, oh, that was day one. Oh it's my more like gosh. The, the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> um, I got I gotta say, I do appreciate you guys uh, jumping on board with that. It's uh, I got nominated and it is for a good cause, if nothing else, just for fun, but I'm challenging myself just to see how far I can get. I'm 
seven days in, we'll see how it goes. And if you actually watch mine, I did a couple of extras today just for you, Todd. Did you really? I might have to do that. You know, I, I said that I scroll through Facebook and all of a sudden, bam, there's Jay's face. And oh, it almost makes me throw my phone. It's right. The screenshot. I'm like, oh, oh, he's doing the pushups. I better watch, make sure his form's okay. I just haven't had time to chime in. My form is horrible and I know it, but I'm trying my best. <laughs> you, see, you can't bring that confidence to the podcast. If you're making fun of you, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you have plenty of ambition. Is that the best way to get you to be quiet, Todd? I just want to know if did I did I crack the code? You've not 42 years. People have been trying. It's never been done. If you have cracked it, you are one of a kind. <laughs> so don't count on it. <laughs> oh. So Don, Don, what you get up to this week? We were all well, working it, on our uh, push-ups. And what'd you well, get up to? It was uh, rewrap week. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I've been rewrapping yeah. all week. It's it's uh, return the gifts that I don't think are suited and, and looking for the perfect one. I agonize over that. And I actually took two people's gifts back this week and to bought something totally different for both those people. So I had See, to rewrap you know them. And then That's my wife... Sorry? Sorry, that's what happens when Todd makes you upset. I'd take all his gifts back, too. Well, <laughs> not only that, but it was his birthday this week. If that's so. the case, I'd never get a thing, yeah. Bill. Oh, it was his birthday <laughs> I'd this. owe him. <laughs> it was his birthday this week, and uh, and his wife's been busy at work, so I volunteered to, to get together at our place. And then Jen says, oh, thank goodness. And she says, what do you want me to do? Nothing. I'll cook supper. So I cooked supper, and Jen brought over the cake. But doggone it, he... He got this new chair for his birthday, and he's sitting in it right now. And he gave me the old one. No wonder he got the new one. And, oh, no wonder. But this one, it, <laughs> it reclines. It's a foot piece comes out. It's got a lumbar thing. Like, Vibrates. Holy, holy mackerel. Talk about it's spoiled. It's camouflage. Yeah. So anyway, finishing up rewrapping. Oh, and I'm getting ready to have my second eye surgery this Friday. And oh, this Friday. This Friday, I get my sec. They called today to confirm it's still on. So, this Friday, Friday before Christmas, or yeah, it's a week, It's actually seven days before Christmas. The Friday before Christmas. So, by seven days, I should have the the guard off. It should be fine, and it shouldn't ruin my Christmas. Should be seeing great out of both eyes. Perfect. Good, good deal. And you guys yeah. uh, shot this week too. No, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> hey, I well, do. If if it was a bad day for Todd, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Well, Bill and I went went to practice under the lights Wednesday night. Todd was busy; he was working, but uh, Bill and I went. And uh, I've been working on this armrest where I can actually hold my arm in a certain position to be able to get the gun up. And I think I've got it worked out even a little better coming this week. So I don't want to I don't want to lift it up completely so it doesn't get exercised because I got to try and find different muscles to lift my gun. So anyway, I'm excited about trying it uh, this week and and see because my goal now is to get back shooting competition by next summer and I got to use different muscles to get my arm up. There's no way that they believe that I'm worth going through the surgery. So anyway, working on it. Good deal. Well, good luck, and uh, I'm sure that that eye surgery is going to make things a whole lot better, and uh, breaking extra targets too. He's got no excuses. Todd missed. Oh yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that he doesn't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, have at it. What'd you do, Bill? What'd you get up to this week? Uh, not much. It was a wrap first time week. I don't rewrap anything. And actually, you know what I did? I, I outsourced that job. I got my my son wrapping Christmas presents and my daughter wrapping because I I just I don't like it. It's the age so, gap now, right? It's like, hey, you want to be a rapper? I've been thinking about being a rapper. Well, here you go. Get on it. Yeah, they use a lot of tape. <laughs> what yeah, am I going to do after crazy. Christmas? I lose all my rapping jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. To be honest with you. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll just break it into the remix. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> couple racks of ribs i didn't even send you pictures of those i did i sent jay pictures of those. i did four racks of ribs on uh, on the weekend on the weber barbecue. how do i rank well la uh, yeah i was gonna send you leftovers but there really wasn't any after monday so it was good it was a great day for uh getting the weber out and i keep saying every time I, I cook is gonna be the last time of the year but it just keeps being nicer weather and and i'm not that soft so 
<laughs> Thanks, Jay. You beat me to it. <laughs> I'm not that soft. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Awesome. Uh, so we're graced with Jay. Jay, we never get you on for this kind of stuff. So what'd you do this week? Yeah, it's probably good that you don't normally get me on because I don't do a whole lot between uh, work and here at the home. There's, there's not much that I really get up to aside from uh, hockey which we're hoping is going to continue on, but I'm playing hockey once or twice a week, depending on the weeks. And like pick, pretty much is all it, I get is up it to. pickup hockey? We're, we're actually, we have created kind of, it started out as a pickup league that we've now created up into a six team league where we have a draft at the beginning of the season. We do a lot of charity work here and uh, where I live. Um, every Christmas we do a big food drive. You know, it's 84 guys that all know each other. We're all friends. You know, we don't have to worry about any of the nonsense that you get into with some of the, the adult hockey leagues. Um, yeah, it's yeah. all self-run. The um, wannabe proberts. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that stuff. And I think last year we donated almost 8,000 pounds of food to our one of our local charity um, places Holy. here. And, uh, you know, it's pretty good for 84 bums that just like to get out and play a little puck. That's awesome. That's good to hear. And you guys are still being able to play even with the COVID crap going on, huh? Well, we're, we actually have the thought that this might be our last Wednesday before we get shut down going for another red, red zone or whatever they call it. Yeah. We, we've been pretty fortunate. You know, we, we've had to jump through a lot of hoops to be able to play. Um, you know, some, some weeks we've had to half dress in the parking lot. We're not given a lot of time in the rinks. We're wearing masks right up to the time where we step on the ice. But these are the hoops we want to jump through to, to be able to play. So that's what we do. And we, uh, you know, we follow the rules and, and we've been able to get in uh, eight, nine weeks roughly worth of hockey so far. That's awesome. Right on. Yeah. And you guys do so do much for the community. Too, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Friggin' right. Right that's on. Awesome. Yeah. So it's good that we got you, got you on because my, my understanding, there's a couple good, uh, good stories that we want to get into here from uh, some of the, uh, escapades of the, the deer hunting week. And you had a pretty successful year all, all in all, I'd say. Well, yeah. You know, like I would say I had a lot of firsts this year and it's been definitely one of the most exciting, well, I guess the last couple of months, um, hunting wise I've ever had between, uh, you know, the goose hunting earlier on, that was a first with you guys up there. And then couple of fun experiences down here and i checked a few things off on my my hunting wish list this season so i don't know where you want to start you can get right into it if you'd like or whatever you'd like wherever you want to go Man, i'll let bill lead the charge yeah well i mean uh yeah we could uh, i'd like to hear uh about before i got to the hunt camp I, i'd really i'd really like to hear that and i don't know if todd or donna's hurt hurt uh any of that story whatsoever uh you know what we're well, talking about Todd? i do not okay so are, are we talking my turkey hunt if that's yep. what you're uh, turkey you know, we're gonna say hunt and we're gonna use that term real loosely <laughs> well, I, think um, it was a, I think it was quite quite a hunt <laughs> yeah it, you know what it, it, it was to me it was a phenomenal hunt um I'd, i i want to set a few things uh straight as we progress here too i've been listening to the podcast and <laughs> Listen to my brother tell some stories that may have been uh, a little bit stretched. I love no it. Way. <laughs> I love so, it. What's said on the podcast in previous weeks stays on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. So, that so door is open, Jay. <laughs> so, well, uh, I'll start with uh, myself uh, and my buddy TJ. We were heading up to the hunt camp on the Friday, October 30th, I believe it was. And, uh, you know, we were heading up there, took the day off work, getting ready for the, the rifle season, you know, pretty excited to, to get away from work and get up and spend some bush time, um, with my dad, my brother, as we call it the Alliance. I know Todd, you love that. <laughs> wait, wait, uh, the Alliance. Yeah. So, um, so got up there Friday and, and, you know, we just kind of puttered, puttered around the camp there a little bit with myself and TJ, my dad. You know, we were talking about a little bit about the turkey, the fact that I, I had a, a fall turkey tag still in my pocket. I hadn't had an opportunity to get out. I had bought it with the hopes I'd be able to get out. And we were just kind of talking around at dinner that night. Oh, we, you know, hope to maybe see a turkey. You know, we had one day left in the, the hunt and everything else. And I had never shot one before. Um, I had my bow with me. 
And, you know, I didn't even know really where to shoot. I like and this. Um, I like where this just, is just going. As a, just as a, a caveat, we, we have hunted turkeys before. It's not like it's not this is not the first time that you've ever been in the in <laughs> and yeah. this is loosely in, in the woods hunting turkeys. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it, this is part of what the almost guy reputation comes from because Jay and I have been out on many almost opportunities where we've seen yeah. birds and had them had them close and had them calling back to us and just were never ever able to seal a deal. And those mornings where you get up at way before legal shooting light, get your camel on get everything all set up, drive, I don't know, half an hour to the spots where we would go to. And, and that, that's how we would hunt turkeys when I was living down in, in yeah. the Niagara region. And, and even at the hunt camp, uh, when we were up there for spring turkey hunting, we would do the same thing. We'd walk around the bush, try to figure out the right spots, call birds, see if we get some calls back. And, um, and that's, it's not exactly how it happened. No, no, it's really not. Um, you know, and, and from my previous experiences with bill hunting turkey and you know the the minimal knowledge i have you know you got to get up early you got to get all your camo on you got to get in the bush and get hunkered down and you know wait for them to to come out of roost and you got to call them in and you know it's a big long process and and again we were sitting around the camp table that night you know after dark and we were just talking about it and you know i like to pick my dad's brain and we just you know like to gain experience through each other and the conversation was when you have a bow the perfect shot on a turkey is actually to hit them in the rear end. Yeah. Texas heart that, shot. That was the so, so I, I thought, well, I'd never, you know, even really given that much thought because anytime I think we'd been out in the bush, if I recall correctly, Bill, we always had shotguns. We did. And that's, every a, time. that's a different, different shot. So Saturday morning we get up and we have no intention to go out hunting Saturday morning. We were going to hunt Saturday afternoon for deer uh, with the bows and we, you know, we just kind of were, you know, puttering around again, having breakfast, sitting, having coffee. Now, I wasn't drinking coffee because I'm not a coffee drinker. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you're a tea drinker either. You're a Coke drinker or a Pepsi drinker, yeah, right? I, I am. I, I like my, my Monster's energy drinks and I like my, my Pepsi's <laughs> we, and Coke. So. We getting ready to go goose hunting. I put the coffee pot on and I told Bill, you're on your own. I think there's some iced tea in the fridge. I don't even know what you're going to drink there. And, uh. And then Jay comes up. Nope, he's not having coffee. He's got like a two liter bottle of pop or whatever this in his hand. I'm like, dude, it's like four thirty in the morning. <laughs> yep, that's what I drink. So <laughs> you know, so it's it's uh, roughly eight o'clock in the morning, and we have a big bay window uh, that looks out over kind of our pond uh, and a little bit of a bush outside the, camp, the hunt camp itself. And we're sitting around, fires going. I'm sitting in my red camel or sorry, red plaid pajamas <laughs> and, and a hoodie. <laughs> and my buddy. Wait, wait, goes, wait. For all you ladies out there, he's taken. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wearing my, my true Canadian winter pajama wear. And, and I'm looking fantastic. And I didn't know whether to go to Walmart or go sit against the tree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I fit in well around where I live. Let's put it that way. My buddy TJ looks out the window and he says, there's a turkey out there. Oh my goodness, there's three of them out there. I kind of didn't even really, I was barely awake. And I said, uh, well, I've got a turkey tag. My dad goes, well, go shoot him. <laughs> so I jumped up, wearing my slippers, wearing my red pajama pants, have a hoodie. I run back, I grab my bull, cock it, go outside. And now I'm Elmer Fudden across the, the, the grass. I can't find them. I love I this got, picture. I'm, you're painting a great picture. Yes. I'm loving it. This I'm seeing, is neat. I, I'm seeing I, a cartoon I'm, of like. I'm, like, I'm legitimately high stepping across the, the wet grass, <laughs> uh, you know, towards where I think. They What's are. on your I feet? On slippers. My slippers. Wearing my slippers. You're, you're seriously. See, I'm picturing that. You know, the He's photos. Not <laughs> I'm picturing I the photos. Where the old hunter guy is leaning against a tree and he's half asleep and the buck is sitting there beside him. This is what I'm picturing right now. When so, Jay is in his pajamas and slippers with a bow. Now, crossbow? Crossbow. Cross. Okay, crossbow. well, we, we won't hold it. I mean, we get it. You're, you're Bill's brother. You Lay off the crossbow. Crap. Back off. <laughs> yeah. So I don't realize that TJ is actually taking a video of this. 
So there is a video of this. Oh, is me there? Across. Oh, yeah, we got to see it. I didn't want to show you the video until, uh, until he told yeah, the story. I'll send it to you. So awesome. I walk out, I go, and I can't find where exactly they are. Um, so I pause, and I, I'm doing just like Elmer Fudd would do. You know, we've got the bow up, or in his case, obviously the gun, and I'm waiting for some movement. And all of a sudden, I see them go running across. So I'm thinking, okay, if I run through this little bush here, I can head them off and I disappear out of the video site. And sure enough, they run across. I pull the bow up and I fire a shot and I watch my Luminoc arrow go through the bush and I hear the turkey take off and they all take off. And I'm sure if you've had a flock of them around you, you know what they sound like oh, yeah. when they all go. So hold on. How many birds was there? Just to let, uh, the three my that you thought there was? How many was we, my estimation, there was likely 10 turkeys. Um, and they were within 25 yards. I got within 25 yards of them doing in, what I was doing in your plaid pajamas in and my slippers. Bright red plaid. I'm wearing them right now. My bright, bright red plaid pajama pants, my slippers, and I got a hoodie on. And and I'm you know my hair's all over the place. I'm I'm barely awake. So the Walmart. I think ninja. it was even a white hoodie. It very well could have been a white hoodie. So. <laughs> So just there was then, no camel at all in this. Zero. Zero camel. I hadn't even got a it's, chance to put it you know in what? on yet. It, it's because the turkeys were like, what the flip is this thing coming they here? No they were in awe. Coming. Like They didn't even know what to do. They're like, this isn't even, okay, this guy can't be serious. He's not a hunter. We don't have nothing to worry about. Like, he's he's obviously got lost heading out to the variety store or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> He was on his way to the outhouse and took her on. So I come walking back out of the bush and, and I hear the turkeys take off and I hear this big loud thud and I can hear it. And I'm, I'm confident that I smoked this bird and I come out and TJ's already come out. He heard it too. We go, we find my arrow. There's good blood on the arrow. You know, we have that as Bill called it a few podcasts ago, the perfect blood trail. <laughs> we, we start following this and I'm walking through all the thick, you know, grass and, and sticks and trees and we're following the blood trail. And sure enough, about 50 yards away, the turkey had flown straight into a hill, laying there. I pick it up and the shot went right through the rear end. It was a perfect, perfect shot, perfect time experience. And that was my first ever turkey that I've ever harvested. <laughs> like just the, the story behind the whole thing for me, just makes it that much better. Absolutely. So, and that's, see, yeah. see, you made that's it happen. Awesome. I was if just I say, you made throw, it happen. Yeah. I made it happen. That's so I'll, turkey I'll hunting. I'll sure to send you the, the pictures and videos. Oh, I want the video. Them. I want it. I like, you got to set it tonight. I need that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, uh, he saved it for me when, when I got there. I showed up and it was a successful week already, right? Because we had already had a, a, a harvested animal we could relax for the week he took the monkey off her back <laughs> and i did the turkey tail on it yeah I, did so you really? i asked i asked bill to do it for me uh he said well i've never done one because I, I will say it was a hen um and he said well i've never done one like this before i said well i don't care that it didn't have a beard because for me it's the first one and yeah. again with the experience behind it that that to me is the the story. That's a story piece for me. Are you gonna do like a full mount form, Bill, and put like pajama pants on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll with... make sure the picture's there. Really, that's <laughs> oh yeah. It's just, I want to. I'm gonna get the picture because there's. He actually made, it took a really nice picture back in the. Uh, uh, we got sort of a a bug. What do you call it? The, it's like a screened in room. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a four season room. Screen screen porch uh, there, and on the table he's sitting beside that in his pajama pants with the crossbow uh, across there with the hen and uh, or the hen turkey and, and the arrow, and it makes a really nice picture. <laughs> if you don't, if you think he hit it by a car or something, that's pretty much what it looks like. So, I can't believe you guys so, held this story from me this long. Yeah. I was gonna say. I, I'd like to say. For so many years, and, and, and even just in the podcast itself also, you guys are always talking about your ozonics and your scent controls <laughs> and your camos and all these things that you guys do. And, and you know, I am not that guy <laughs> at all. But I will say, and, Jay, in turkey hunting, I am not that guy either. I'm with you. <laughs> turkey hunting, if I did it that serious, I'd be bored out of my skull. 
I like what you did. That's making it happen. I love that. And I just, I still, I can't believe you guys held it from us this long. Like, <laughs> for, for several weeks now, we've been hearing from yeah. Bill, you got to hear Jay's turkey story. We're going to get him on. We're going to get him on. And I'm thinking, well, finally, tonight, we're going to hear this turkey story and you know what it was better than my expectations it was going to say awesome. i was going to say that's it i'm hanging up the shotgun i'm going to start running through the woods with my crossbow <laughs> well let's Drop that's incredible and i don't even have to worry about camo yeah well let's yeah. let's let's define running first <laughs> <laughs> well that 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 was the beginning of the week and that uh that as bill said started the week off as good as can be and i'll tell you that turkey we got, we cooked that up. Oh, um, man, week it was one of the best pieces of meat I think I've ever had. Oh yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah. My mom mom came out and we we, uh, we rested out the out the bird and put it on on ice and it was part of our Thursday night hunter special, which you want to call it, where we had, you know, it was pretty special to for the family because we had turkey taken off the land, we had venison tenderloin, we had potatoes grown in my dad's garden. I think the only thing that we didn't have was was the the carrots or the, the vegetable that was you know, taken from from a garden, but yeah. everything else was was harvested from from us, and that was our Thursday. And that turkey was phenomenal. He, we butterflied it, kind of cut the breasts in, in half. Mom put a special. <laughs> don't ever tell her shake and bake because it's not. No, <laughs> it, it's a shake and bake like stuff but it's way better than shake and bake it's, for, it's your own version of a shake and bake and it's a million times better than a shake and bake yeah and i think she cast iron panned it on the on the uh camp stove and uh it was awesome yeah it was one of the best pieces of meat that i've had no so, doubt that sounds great yeah, that, that's the turkey story so, that's awesome <laughs> that is a so, good story I like it. So I don't know. Did if you want, I can tell you the deer story, one or the or both, whatever you'd like, or we can. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to. You know what? I don't understand what you're talking about. Rights and wrongs. First of all, <laughs> I like this. I well, like this. Me and Dad are just going to sit so, back. It's usually us arguing. You guys go right ahead. <laughs> well, the first thing I, I'm going to say is uh, I will agree that yes, Bill is usually, if not always, the first one up in the camp, raring to go. No question oh. about it. He's uh, he's the one that'll get up and start the fire, and he'll run out to the outhouse. He's very much like my dad, whether he wants to admit it or not. I am always the last one up, no question about it. TJ is not as uh, up late as I am. He is usually up with Bill, if not in and around the same time. But they like to have their breakfast and have all their various before they go things. hunting. They have breakfast. Oh yeah, they, they have their breakfast. Ain't nobody and got time for that. Every, you know, get up earlier, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> Ain't nobody so, got time for that. <laughs> and Bill, Bill seems to think that you know he's in the bush sitting twenty minutes before the rest of us are even leaving the camp and everything else. That is maybe one day a week. Out of the Come morning. on, usually <laughs> opening morning we are all out, raring to go. Second morning we're all out. He might be a couple minutes early. As the week progresses, I generally am further and further away from him during the timelines, but it's not always 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever he likes to make us think. So it's not <laughs> that Unbelievable. bad. So I, I told Bill recently, we, we were looking at some of these uh, makeshift hunting shacks and everything else and how much fun they'd be in. And he's got his Taj Mahal because he's a little bit softer than the rest of us. <laughs> and I my statement was, can, can I get an amen? Was, <laughs> yeah, my statement was hunting should be painful. You should be able to, you know, have that pain in your back and that shivering cold. I sit in an open air tree stand and I shiver and I get rained on, and I get snowed on, oh, all the while he's sitting there making good. his sandwich on his hunting buddy and having his really nice <laughs> snack trail mixes that his wife. This is makes the for. same guy that every time we shoot a he shoots a deer, it's to the bottom of a swamp, <laughs> or he falls in the swamp up to his neck, every having time. A, and 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 I'm the the, the soft. 
I, who was the one down there dragging it out and helping it? Yeah. Soft. So I got, this yeah. is what it's all about. It's preparing for the inevitable <laughs> search. So I need to keep myself rested and, and you know. I, I'm sure he's trying to get his energy up because when I pull the trigger, <laughs> he knows he's got to walk 100 miles to get it uphill both ways. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I sat here and my respect for you went way high, Jay, with this, that hunt, making it happen and and the whole bit. And then you turn around and tell me that hunting should be painful, the cold, the snow and hunger. And after doing it for 50 years, now I just think you're crazy. Because <laughs> I'm going for the Taj Mahal. It's like working out. It, no pain, no gain. You appreciate it more if you have to suffer a little bit. This is true. I feel the same way, Todd. I'm on your side here. Right? Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I, I, I gotta say, my Phil's wife is, is really nice, and she makes him these really nice trail mixes with all these various bird seeds and things that he likes to eat in. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> the bird I make trail and mixes things. at the camp, which involves <laughs> me opening up a Snickers bar and a Reese peanut butter cup and M&M's, and I throw in the bag, and that's my, my trail mix for the day. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I pull out my peanut butter and jam sandwich on soggy bread, and I say, what do you got, Todd? Well, I don't know it. I'm not sure what Jen packed for me today. I got to look at these seven or eight nicely wrapped items. Like, holy mackerel. <laughs> okay, I don't often do this, but I'm going to side with Bill on just this one, that oh, maybe, yeah. just maybe, we married the right women. I'm just saying. Oh, I would never <laughs> say that about my wife. <laughs> she makes great food and snacks. I just pack my own my own trail mix, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I just pack my own trail mix. All right, so, so we've established that I was at 98% right uh, on, on the calls, so that was like a, a 2% upgrade on the, on the story. Yes, yeah, yeah we, well, we got to get a few of these facts straight, that's all. all right. So, <laughs> so I, I like it. <laughs> so what happened, uh, who was it? Monday morning? So, I, think it was, I think it was Monday that, is the day that you got your your deer, if I recall correctly? Nice. Um, we yeah we we had that really sloppy Sunday night where I almost got run over. I was sitting in my tent. I very rarely do it, but with my bow, I like to sit in in my tent uh, for the Sunday if I have opportunity. And I had almost got run over by a deer because you could hear. I think Bill talked about it last week, where you could hear the wind coming. Yeah. Sounds like a jet, and you know you could hear the wind coming across, and the deer was right basically in front of that wind and it was running full tilt and within five feet i could have reached out of my tent and grabbed it it, it ran that close it was uh you know came from out of nowhere and was gone just as so quick and bizarre was, you know because i listened back to the podcast from the last and, and i i heard the wind thing again and i mean we had that conversation and it just i can't fathom because i know what you mean by you can hear the wind coming I don't ever believe, and we've had some wind. I mean, we've, I've hunted for a long time, and Dad's hunted even longer than me. But And where we are, we get wind. And But I've never really had it where it's that heavy of a wind, fast of a it's wind, crazy. that it's scaring deer. And deer are running from it and hunkering oh, and yeah. hiding. And, like, it blows my mind that that, that wind. And it was only 30 seconds, and then it stopped again or something, right? Like, it's... it's but you, you, it was calm before yeah. Eer almost eerily calm before and you could hear this coming forever yeah and it, then it hit tj because he was farthest back and then it hit me and then it came to jay like just the way the wind was progressing and as almost as fast as it was there it was gone it was gone it, it lasted for you know at most a, a 10 minute start to finish but it was enough time that that deer came running right past me we had all decided we were going to pack it in because we didn't think anything was moving. And as I was packing up that deer, like I said, ran right past my tent within five, honest to goodness, five feet. But it was running full tilt, just trying to keep ahead and get, get hunkered into the, the bush. No To kidding. my opinion, anyway. It, it was pretty neat to see. And, uh, and that led us into to Monday where um, I know Bill told the story of the, I think it would, this was the perfect hunt. Uh, is that, is that what you no, call this one? Or no, is that, that, that was the buck? That was the buck. So, so Bill talked about his doe a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was. And, and, and this was the other, uh, I, I don't know if I disagreed with what he said per se, but it was, uh, uh, it was funny how uh, we all, you know, Bill shot his doe. Uh, and I think if I recall correctly, it was in and around one o'clock. Is that 
fair oh, somewhere yeah, that's, about right. that's about right so yeah it took took us about 15 minutes give or take to kind of all kind of pack down out of our stands and, and meet up with bill and you know celebrate to bill's harvest and, and you know high five and cheers and you know get everything kind of packed up and sure enough you know bill said yeah you know go hunt absolutely and we we said are you sure you know i, I we, we, we know you're a little problem. soft, Bill. Are you sure you want us to leave you alone at this time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I will say we, as the camp and as the Alliance, when anybody harvests, we, we all like to be a part of it. We all like to be a part of the whole process. And, and, you know, we were hesitant to go back out because we wanted to be there to help Bill, you know, do what was necessary to, to prep the deer and, and everything else. And, you know, there was still three, four hours worth of daylight left. And, and Bill said, no, 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 you know, dad and I got it. You and TJ head back out. No problem. So where Bill was hunting in his Taj Mahal, and I think he said to the entrance to where I go into my section of bush, it's roughly what, 300 yards or something like that. Yeah, Bill? Just about that. Yeah, so, and, and then I hunt at the back side of that bush, which is about another 300 or so yards, maybe. Um, so it, you know, I walk down the pathway and I, and I hear them go by with their ATVs and TJ goes back to, uh, I believe he was hunting Candace's Corners, if I recall correctly, which yep, is again really about another 300, you know, yards that as the crow flies from me, I was sitting in my stand, um, got climbed up in there and within, I would say five minutes, I had a doe walk up out of the bush or out of the swamp where my buck last year came out of. So I had the gun up and I was hoping to see another one with her. And she kind of decoyed me a little bit. She walked off and disappeared. Well, all of a sudden I hear that that you hear when you know a deer's running and a buck comes running from behind me. And I'm positive when D when TJ was walking into his spot, he spooked this buck and sent him my direction. And this buck ran right under my stand jumped right over my pile of apples that you guys make fun of me for. <laughs> pile. And he, when he jumped over that pile of apples, he stopped on a dime. That's one heck started. of a buck. That's like super deer to get over that yeah. pile. It, it, he yeah. he, he <laughs> leaped the apples in one bound? No way. jumping over. I'm <laughs> sure he caught a, a whiff of them or whatever because he stopped on a dime and turned broadside. And he was about 65 yards, and I knew it was a buck. I could see the glow of his, or the, what I call the glow of his antlers. And because I had my gun at the ready for the doe, all I had to do was turn. And I'll say, when I had it on the doe, I knew I wasn't shooting. I didn't take my safety off. All right. I'm glad that you were going to say that part. Of okay, but it up. hold yeah. on, because you guys, now this is where I'll say you do impress me. Because, Dad, how far would that doe have made it? When you, by the time you seen it to get your gun up, as soon as I saw it, gun up, safety off, <laughs> and then the thing so. would have been drilled. And you guys are like, "Well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna wait and see what comes out. There could be a buck well, or two we, with this doe, so mind, I'm just gonna give it mind. time." We only, had, we only had one more doe tag, and it was still Monday. We still had the agreement. So we thought of six points or better, and we'll talk about that in a few seconds. <laughs> um, so I knew I wasn't going to pull and I, I don't take my safety off until I'm pretty much confident I'm going to pull, pull the trigger on something. So I didn't have the safety off when that buck came running out. It all happened so quickly. I swung across, had the crosshairs on a broadside course, pull the trigger, nothing happened. That buck, I, I didn't even give it a, a millisecond before finger up safety off, pull the trigger. And, and I watched him mule kick. I knew that I'd, I'd hit him hard. And of course, where's he go? Off he goes. <laughs> yeah, right down in the depths of the swamp. And yeah, and I hear what you guys are talking about. Where you guys have that that hill, and it's forty five degree angle. What you're describing is half, I, I would say, what what our or you know, uh, twice as much as what what the the hill is. But it's still steep. It's nothing but uh, trees, fallen trees and fallen and trees and logs and swamp up to your, your your shins going across there trying to find this deer and i would say fair fair statement nine out of ten deer you shoot goes down in that swamp yeah that's fair <laughs> i have no doubt <laughs> but hold on i the just it just sounds to I, me like bill's soft 
doesn't like I think, I think he's it. just bitter with uh, the fact that my deer always go there and they don't drop <laughs> yeah. on the spot Wait, he's like, like his deer Jay's got Man. the good spot where they come up out of the swamp maybe if I chirp <laughs> him enough he'll move he <laughs> <laughs> can have it just <laughs> drop him on say. the spot and I'd be a little less <laughs> sore the next day so I will I, I will have to say that yes um yeah as soon as I pull the trigger and and you know uh, I get on the phone and and TJ already has messaged me. Is that you? Sure enough. Yes, that's me. I just shot, shot a buck. TJ's probably angry because he probably hasn't been in a stand for two minutes, which I guess <laughs> so, you understand as, as the rest of the stories Bill have told have progressed. TJ, if so, you listen to these, my man, I give you kudos and I feel so bad for you. You put out all the deer for these tomboys. They yeah. they invite you. I'm starting to think that you're invited for one reason. They put you in the stand. They give you the crappy four-wheeler. They make you have to walk a mile. I think there's reason behind all this. You're pushing deer. You're getting them there without even knowing it's happening. It, were you not the same guy that said hunting shouldn't be easy? It needs to be a little bit tough. You need to- <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> TJ's got the worst of it. You're got the easy one. <laughs> If you spread out that over the rest of us, then we all got it the same. We all got yeah. it the same. <laughs> okay, I, I really we got to bring TJ on because I think the true story say, is TJ, he sets the story straight. He He's probably the guy going down, dragging him up. He's the one doing all the drives. He's probably back in there cooking breakfast for everybody. I want to hear from TJ. Well, I wouldn't go as far as saying cooking breakfast, but I'll tell you, he's got no problem you know, jumping right in and dragging any deer that, that goes down. He's, he's the yeah, first one, especially when it comes to tracking, that guy loves tracking. You know, he's uh, he, he's like a little bloodhound. He gets on a trail and he just goes, you can't reel him in till he's on the deer. So you got to give him a little bit of credit, but yeah, he, oh, he's tough. I would also like to say if he ever comes on, ask him about how his first deer went down and how he was able to harvest that and how easy that was based on the people around him and how they got him set up. But he still had to make the shot, so we'll give him credit for that. I think I think we have to bring him on now. I just that's a <laughs> it's a no brainer. So, so anyway, so sure enough, I uh, I texted Bill, and Bill, as he said, wasn't even barely back to the camp with his deer. And sure enough, they you know essentially just dumped their the deer out to, to get the trailer empty and head right back out. And we were able to uh, to find uh, my buck, and again they they so graciously dragged it up the hill, and we took him back and. So where that first comes into effect for me is that ended up being the very first deer that I've ever European mounted myself. So skip so, ahead yeah. to the end of the week so when you, I got it home. You bleached the skull? We we did, uh, well, we followed Bill's recipe. I was going to say, again. walk me through this. So I, I European mount all of our deer for you the most part. Not. Absolutely. I mean, the one dad will take them and he will cut off the, the, the antlers for some and they go on the wall. The odd one, I have done a European mount, which consists of me and Scotty digging up beside his garden, beside his deck. Cause we got to tie a rope on them in case they dig, rodents dig them up, carry them away or raccoons. And so we will bury them, you know, good three feet down. And then in the spring, and actually we quit doing that now because we did lose Scott lost two from animals yeah. in the winter. So now we hang them in his tree out back and then it turns in like six months from that. You got a beautiful no. year. Let me, let me see how much of this I remember. All right. Because That's again, good. I do rely on you and I fully admit it. I rely on Bill's expertise when it comes to a lot of these things. So we took the, the hide off the, the skull first and got that all cleaned up and we picked away and, and used our little, you know, tools, uh, almost like dentist type tools to get as much. <laughs> You're as already too much work. Yeah, well, a they, rope and a tree. <laughs> so, so we, we do all of that. It, that took uh, roughly about an hour, hour and a half, two hours tops. Then we boiled the head for two hours, but I, we didn't boil. We, um, simmered, right. I think it. Is what it was. we simmered for two hours, um, with a little bit of oxy clean in the water. Um, <laughs> And again, it wasn't a boil. It was a simmer. When we took it out, added around the two hours, a lot of the, the remaining meat came off. We had to pick away a whole bunch of, uh, you know, the excess. We had to get the, the brains out of the head and everything else. Uh, How did you do that? How do you get oh, the boy. brains out? 
Well, so, there's, there's a couple different ways. One is very, very wrong, and I'll tell you that from personal experience. Don't use, don't use a pressure washer. Don't use an air Spoon? compressor. That's an air compressor, yeah. So <laughs> it actually comes out like it, it, it's like a gelatin at that point. Um, and we essentially, there's there's different ways where you can put a little, like cut a straw, put it on your drill bit, put it in there and swirl it around, and it'll come out like goop. But for the most part, we just we took a little um, like hook that a dentist would use, and we were able to get most of it out. Um, it actually came very clean. Um, and then we simmered it again in fresh water, OxyClean for ab- about roughly another hour or so. What you're um, not mentioning is the odor. No, honestly, you know it, it, it's not it's as not bad, bad as what everybody thinks. Um, I thought it was going to be significantly worse. Don't get me wrong. It's not pleasant if you put your head right down in there. Yeah, are you doing this not, outside? We, we were doing it in, in TJ's garage. So, <laughs> so I've actually, it. I've done it in my kitchen. And the, no it, wonder I don't no, know why yeah, you're no, still no. married. <laughs> and I will so, tell you, like for three hours, it is not a pleasant smell. <laughs> so the, the only thing that that I had to you know be aware of, and and I was kind of nervous um, with the nasal cavity. There's a bone that I guess always breaks, um, and you just kind of glue that back on afterwards, which I did, and it actually came off in a very clean break. Um, but all in all, I'm, I'm very, very happy with how it turned out. It's on the wall downstairs. You know, it was, it was a full day's project, mostly because I had never done it before and, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. And, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, I'm very happy with how it turned out. So, so that was another first for me this year, doing that one all by myself, you know, with TJ's help, of course, I shouldn't say all by myself. TJ and I worked very well together, but it was the first one that I guess I had done without, you know, without Bill or, or anything like that. So. So that was good. And you'll know there's two two, two things you'll know if you don't get it all. uh, When you put it on the hook in the house, your wife will have a a few words with you after a week or so of the the odor. Oh, will she? (laughs) (laughs) Or will she? (laughs) Or the second the second thing too is if you don't put the uh, uh, when you're washing it in the the sink afterwards, you can use a compressor, but there's a nice, really thin material inside the nasal cavity that is it'll just blow apart if you use an air compressor and the, uh, so I don't use that anymore, but the biggest thing I've, I've done to help myself out is take as much or more of the meat off as you can possibly, possibly get before it goes in the water the first time. See, and my method, I don't, I don't lose the nasal cavity, the bone. I don't have to glue any of that back on. And and it, it takes absolutely no time of mine. I yeah, would say the one mistake that I made is when we brought it home, I had it in my freezer and I had taken it out the day before and I should have taken it out two days prior. So it was a little bit harder to, to get the, the, the skin off and, and rest of the meat at the initial startup process. I think that would have cut down on amount of time it took us initially. You learn. These are a learning process and it turned out really good. So, so, so that was another first. And then I've had one more hunting first, if there's time for it. I don't know where you're at on your timing. Yeah, I say keep going. <laughs> How so, often do we get two toms on here? <laughs> well, my, my final first for me, I know Bill talked about uh, at the beginning of one of your podcasts a couple weeks ago. I have always uh, wanted to shoot a buck with my bow. And I was fortunate enough a couple weeks ago to uh check that one off my hunting wish list um we hunt some property down here in niagara we've got uh, four buddies down here that we hunt with we've got some a few tags sorry five of us and there's a, a couple of tags where we're left over after the rifle hunt and uh i was able to come down here i know that bill doesn't keep his mouth shut all the time I can show <laughs> the pictures so there's five dudes might- there's <laughs> five dudes hunting that area with you bow there, hunting that there, area at, at, okay. There's five Let's, of us that are able to hunt it at no point in time. I think if we ever had all five of us in the same bush, but, but, but we all, they all have the ability or permissions to hunt it. And so yeah. are they, were they aware they of this buck that I oh, had yeah. seen? Uh, well, hey, let's just put the story these. straight for start off with. The whole thing was, Todd, can you keep a secret? <laughs> but I said <laughs> no. I, I straight up said no. <laughs> 51 podcasts later, I know that the answer to that question is automatically no. I said no. I answered nope. <laughs> so, I know who I am. <laughs> I, I will say that we we have 
had this year a little bit more activity than I've ever seen yeah, in this no area kidding. before and some very nice looking deer. Well, with and that on, one, I don't know how all five guys weren't there for like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're telling me. Um, we we have about four deer that are very respectable aside from that one as well. And for me, I was trying to get out as much as I could every weekend I could. Um, and I and I was fortunate enough to get out. And I will say, probably leading up to this, some of the coolest pictures I have this year, I actually have a deer tending a scrape um, right in front of my camera, um, creating a scrape right in front of my camera. Um, some really, really neat pictures that I've never seen or had before uh, of, a, of some bucks, you know, doing buck activity, I guess, for lack of better words. So, so I was, I was fortunate enough on, uh, on a Saturday, a couple of weeks ago to be out Um I have two squirrels that are always playing around me and sure enough, they were there that morning. They, uh, decoyed me again. I'm really bad for getting decoyed by these, these other animals. Um, I was focused on these squirrels and I could hear something coming through. I thought it was one of those. Sure enough, one of the bucks, uh, that we had seen come walking out to me at about 30 yards, um, broadside. And I had the bow up and ready to go safety off on this one instantly. He walked right to the scrape that the other deer had made. Um, seemed like he wanted nothing to do with it. Turned and walked away from me broadside. And I let loose the arrow and instantly got on the phone. You know, that was me. Or I took a shot. Pretty excited. I know that I've, I've hit this deer. I watched the, the Luminoc arrow again go through. But I couldn't see it in, in the pathway that I in front of me there. So I was kind of... You know, you always get that instant, oh, was that a good shot? Oh, did I hit it? You know, I've always got that. It's a, the, the first minute you're like, yes. And then at a minute and one it, second, it's, it's like, do you think that was a good shot? Crap. Was that yeah. a good shot? And, 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 and I, I will actually say, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, where, do, where did I actually hit it? Where did that arrow well, actually land? And I'm pretty sure that my message to Bill and, and, and TJ and the other guys was, I may have been a little bit high. I think is what my, my statement was, but I, I know you guys talked a few, few weeks back about, you know, have you ever had that experience that one that got away? And unfortunately I have, I've had a monster get away. You know, it's that fish story, the, the big one that got away. Well, you know, that's, it's a story for another day, but, but I've had that experience. So every time I shoot now, I instantly have that. Did I make the right shot? That instant, you know, sense of doubt. And it's so, tough with the, in my opinion, it's tough with a, a Luminoc type arrow because when it goes through, if that kicks, it could be a perfect shot going through and for the first, call it however long, halfway through the cavity. And if it kicks and hits, it looks like it's further back than than it actually is, right? And I see second, what you're saying. You're like it hits and slides to the right kind of thing if it's right. moving. Yeah, like, exactly. it, like it yeah. moves back. Yeah, I got you. I know what you're saying. And I, and I didn't know. So I, I basically said, you know what? I'm going to sit and I'm going to wait you know, do the when in doubt back out mentality. So sure enough, I, I, I waited about 25 minutes. I climbed out of the tree. I went to where I thought I took, you know, where the deer was standing. I found my arrow in the, in the ground about 10 yards behind it. And I had great blood on the arrow, but it had only been about a half an hour. So I decided I'm just going to back out. I'm going to go back to the vehicles. I'm going to, you know, unload half my gear, you know, take as much stuff off as I can because Sure enough, I do hunt in an area down here where there is a, the smallest bit of swamp, but that's exactly where the deer ran, of course. And um, we got back into the bush at about an hour, found a, a, that perfect blood trail, as we call it. Some perfect uh, blood I know trail. one of the guys that listens to your podcast, uh, I think he goes by the name Teachers That Hunt. Yeah. He's actually a buddy of ours that hunts that same land with us. Um, his name's Tyler and, uh, he has never shot a deer before. So we had him on the trail of blood and, you know, it's that perfect first ever hunter, you know, what to look for type blood trail. And the deer had only run about 60 yards at most. I think we found it laying there and it was a double lung shot, harvested it. And, you know, again, check that one off the, the, the bucket list, get one with my, my bow. Great experience. Called my brother. Hey. You coming down, you know, it, I wasn't expecting him to say yes, to be honest with you. You know, we were going to butcher it up ourselves. Just, just because of who he is, right? I get it. 
Yeah, he's, he's two hours away. Pale. You know, I knew he had the family. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting him to come down, but but I said, you coming down? He said, yeah. So we... See, so what I'm also hearing, made. Bill, is you kind of imposed, because he's like, I got to ask Bill <laughs> <Yeah>. out of... <laughs> like, it's well, an etiquette thing. He, I know he's not going to come, so I'm going to extend the olive branch. We're safe. Oh, crap. He's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and he made it sound like when he got down, you know, we had very little done with the deer and he comes in. And all. That's we what he said. He said, you guys stayed six it. feet apart. And he ended up, he didn't say the whole thing yeah. on the podcast. What he told me personally, he was like, okay, on the podcast, I got to give him some kudos, but really they stayed like six feet apart drinking beer. Yeah. And I had to, yeah. I had to yeah. do yeah. the whole yeah. work, quarter yeah. the animal and, uh, and, yeah. and butcher it uh. and get it all ready. The whole nine yards. So the truth of the story is Here we, we had it all gutted out and we got it back and we uh, hung it in my garage, which didn't make my wife very happy. And we skinned most of it. And I will say when it comes to skinning, most of it, you yeah. had you know, hardly yeah. anything done on it. it. The tail wasn't even cut. I, I was there to cut that with Tyler. You had the, you had it hung up. You had to even figure out how to put the uh, the eye hook in the garage because that wasn't there. So that's yeah, the time. We took some time to do that, but we spent most of it until it got down to the shoulder because I was going to do a, a head and shoulder mount with it. And I'll give Bill credit when it comes to that fine, you know, surgical. There's type no stuff. doubt in my mind. He's the dude you want doing it. He is very meticulous, and that's when we said. Have at her, Bill. We'll we'll stand back and have a drink here and watch you work for a few minutes. And uh, but but then yes, Bill Bill did say that we we had a, a really good system going when it came time to to butcher that deer up. And you know we uh, we had a basically like a, an assembly line, and and Bill was was boning it out and cutting it out, and TJ was was uh, taking the deer and cutting it into you know pieces to grind. I was grinding it up and. Bill's son was, was helping us, you know, be the runner, grab this, move that, tie this, all the meticulous things. And I'm telling you, it was a, an amazing day. It was a very long day, but the whole, uh, whole experience it was, it was awesome. Just, was just very, very day. much enjoyed it. Yeah. I wouldn't have had it any other way being driving two hours and helping out. I mean, it was well worth being part of that experience. And you you took him away from ladies pottery day. Yeah. I, I heard he was supposed to be doing something like that. And I think he, I think Candace was probably upset that he wasn't able to go. No, she was ecstatic because then she actually got <laughs> Women's Pottery Day. Sure. <laughs> Don, come on, help me out here. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting tag teamed here, and it's it's not not right. I feel for you, Bill. I I really do. I was sitting here thinking, you know what? I only I'm only five minutes away. I'd have said nope. <laughs> First of all. First of all, I wouldn't have even got the invite because he doesn't even want me around because I'd be telling him he's doing it wrong. So. <laughs> he says this, but again, we revert back to a couple podcasts. Who did all of our deer this year? You mean got them at the site? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the hard work. I mean, yeah. come on. Finally, after 50 years, he's pulling his weight. He's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good. But, hey, but you know what? The other thing too with that deer, it's, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. There was zero fat on that deer. Yes, you did. You I, mentioned that, but it's it's true. We couldn't believe how see, little. See, that's weird because we all of our deer had a lot of fat. Because somebody said, "Oh, hard winter's coming. Look at all the fat on these deer." Yeah, yeah and, and we're more southern than you. Yeah, our deer at the hunt camp were the same way, I believe. But this this one down here, you just got gone. yeah, you ha you got like the Cameron Hayes of of bucks, right? Like the the lean. He was he's Richard Simmons. Yeah, zero fat, and it was incredible. So yeah, it was the fun. Fitbit buck. Yeah, you had a good year. So yeah, that, that's that's my I was year. Gonna we say. still got uh, we still got I think one more tag, possibly two. I gotta I gotta find out if the one guy's used his or not yet. But I think we've got it. I know for sure one. And we've got a couple of days before the end of the year that we're going to try and get out possibly this weekend if uh, if the weather allows and everybody's schedules align. So, you know, our mentality is more eyes in the bush to, to fill the, the the tag that's remaining is better. So, you know, we're, we're hoping to get that's out awesome. at least one, if not two more times before the end of the year. That's awesome. Yeah, you have had. That's one heck of it. Like this podcast, that's three hunting stories in a month that you were successful. It, month and a half. It, like It's that's, been a good year. Agreed. Yeah. Oh man. So, and the the funny thing is, and this is, I'm gonna you know 
take a page out of your guys' book and say to anybody who's listening, I went 16 years before I harvested my first real buck. You hunted for and 16 years before you uh, it's harvested my first true it, buck. It's I, hanging I out shot, with the almost guy. It was your, I had, your yeah, mentor. It's true. I shot many doe. I had missed uh, when I was you know early on in my, my hunting career, as you want to call it, I guess. But you know, 16 years before I'd harvested my first buck, and I've now got three in a year and a half. So it's, it's time and persistence. The faucet and has opened up. I'm no, telling you, sure. man, I don't need the Ozonics, and I don't need the <laughs> Here we go. fancy stuff. You say that now. In the bush. I want to see the picture that it was sent to me. I want to see that one on the wall with no Ozonics in your plaid <laughs> pants. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting that, fella. <laughs> I'm with you, Jay. I'm with you. I, I'm I agonize over this because uh, Todd is the one that's got to be up so early in the morning and wants to be in the bush an hour before light and has to walk like a deer. Dad, walk like a deer. How do you walk like a deer? I'm two legs with arthritis on my knees. What walk like a deer? <laughs> and don't step on that. Don't step on that stick. I can't even see the ground. It's so dark. And and. <laughs> I'll tell you, he 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 always wants to walk me in so I don't get lost, especially if I'm going to my one stand down in the valley in the thick of the woods. Well, one morning he walked me down there, and I've got these I've got these things on the ground, and I've got logs and sticks over logs that are directing me in there. And so he says, "He okay from here?" I said, "Yeah, I'm okay from here." And he's carrying some of my stuff, so I put my stuff down, some. get the stuff from his, <laughs> and I head in. No, I find my. St- Find my stand. I climb up. I get strapped in. I'm get, I get everything strapped so that it doesn't fall out of the stand. So when I, he I, falls asleep, he stays put. Yeah, and and the, <laughs> my my backpack. I strap it up there, and I make sure my gun's in a place where I'm not going to kick it out of there. And I thought, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to put the cap on uh, on my gun now, and my possibles bag is is not here. Oh no. Now I got to get unstrapped. I got to go down out of the tree. I got to all the way back through the woods to where Todd left me in the field. And sure enough, there's my possible bag. So now it's a daylight. For in those fact, that don't st- know, a possible's bag is his leather satchel. It's got his reloads in it for his black powder. Uh, well, I don't yeah. do that anymore. Now I carry him in a pocket. But <laughs> so anyway, my son-in-law can see me now. It's daylight. He sees me in my orange in the field, giant and pumpkin. What is going on? Don's in the field in daylight. So I go all up all the, and now I'm hurrying. I'm not being quiet because this is daylight. I get back in, I get all strapped up. 20 minutes later, an eight point buck walks to me and I shoot it. So I'm with you, Bill. <laughs> I could have, I could have stayed in bed another hour and a half, drove myself, walked in at daylight and shot that buck. And I, I'm, I'm with you, Jay. And really, yeah. You know what it was? It was because when I went in and got him in there, I put little scent bombs out here and there. I brought that. He just doesn't know it that I choreographed. Uh, I know his pattern. I choreographed the wind, the scent, where that buck would have been bedded down in relation to his stand so that it would walk out at the precise right time. And I'm not a moment sure earlier. that new chair is not fireproof, so stay away from the <laughs> lightning bolt that's coming through that window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I got to say, Jay, it's been a pleasure having you on. I really, I really have enjoyed your stories. I love the turkey story. I, I, I like the the idea that you shot that uh, first buck with your bow. It was incredible. I, I did. I sat here. I could see the picture. I could see it all. I really enjoyed listening to you. It was. It was oh, I appreciate you letting me tell it. No, it was awesome. I appreciate you having you on. This is excellent. Anytime. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Now I think we need to bring you and TJ back on. We could really have some, some real stories. <laughs> oh, that, that could be a, a show and a half. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it'll be, maybe we'll do, we are at episode 51 right now. So we're going to 52, which is going to be the year that we're going to have to start a new season. Like go because iTunes and all that has season one and we are in season one. So I think we said at 50 after 52, that's 52 weeks in the year. We're going to, we haven't missed a week that I believe we're going to go to season two. So I think for like a season finale, we could do that. I think we could have, and it may just have to, we may have to schedule some serious amount of time and make it one heck of a podcast. I think we should look into it. I think we should look into getting them both back. 
Well, I can talk to him, see if he'd be interested in doing it, but uh, I'll come anytime you guys want me to. I, I'm happy to be on here and Excellent. chat with you guys. Well, then we might just talk on the side. We don't have to tell Bill what night we're going to record. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Bill. I won't let that happen. Appreciate it. We don't have to tell Dad either, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> you may be surprised some night, Todd, that Bill and I got, you'll, you'll be listening to a Bill yeah. a podcast, it'll be just Bill and I. I'm pretty certain it's going to be, uh, Todd, can you can you maybe produce this and post this up somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm safe. <laughs> uh, that was a good good episode tonight. Yep. So. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Hey, good job, guys. Drive your dad home, would you? What's that? Drive your dad home, would you? Don't make him walk. It's cold out tonight. No, I, I, I enjoy walking, Bill. I really do. I, I, I trying. Actually, I'm trying to lose another ten pounds, even on top of what I lost before Christmas, because this house right now is baking all these cookies and muffins and cheesecake, and and there's all kinds of dessert and Christmas dinner. I'm trying to get lose some weight so I got a buffer so I can go through Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck. I should do the same. Uh, Jay's going to go on a workout routine to lose 10 pounds as well. But He is. He's doing 25 push-ups a day. Yeah. That's about as much as I need to do to work out. You can't look as good as I do by eating healthy and working out. <laughs> that's the truth to that. Pop so. chocolate bars and 25 push-ups. That's the key to life right there, folks. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thanks again. And uh, we'll, we'll talk next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And, folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>